The following is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. Always consult your doctor before starting any treatment. Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Finn, your kidney stone prevention mascot. <laughs> I love he's seeing him boy. Yeah, on he's the actual so show. This is the first time yeah. he's making an appearance. He's always he's always just hanging out and so quiet and uh, keeping to himself. He's, like, he's, he's bored to tears. He's like, I had to get the mom that talks about frigging kidney stones all day long. Jeez. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. <laughs> something about friggin oxalate mm-hmm. but yeah he's like he's just so quiet he's not like causing a ruckus it seems like no much at but all. believe me when he wants attention he'll call he he attention barks and so but he's gotten so much better because mm-hmm. in march 1st he'll be one year wow yeah already time goes so remember, fast remember how upset i was about luke oh my mm-hmm. god jeff you just yeah. think your heart is never gonna ever going to be okay whenever we lose a pet or a person i mean oh my god we break up or get a divorce whenever we're going through something people are like oh jesus can you just get to kidney stones <laughs> freaking life lessons by jill but it's true people whenever you lose something whether it's a relationship or it's love uh, love or death whatever it's like you just think you're never going to heal and then time goes by because time does heal and then you just get better. But it's interesting because I see Luke. Luke is, many of my patients drew pictures of Luke. He's in the background and a couple of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's all over the apartment. And I just, you know, when I get a little glimpse of him, my heart still aches and it will always, obviously. It's just so interesting that people and pets to me just, they come at points in our lives that they just needed to be there. And even if we don't keep the same relationship or we don't or our pets die or somebody dies or whatever, I always look back on it and like, damn, it was that was just that person or that pet was perfect for that time. It's very interesting. That's how I see it. And either even if it was good or bad or indifferent, it doesn't matter. Maybe I had a lesson to learn or whatever. It's just so interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all I have to say about that. Well, yeah, yeah, because it's easy to look back with um, regret or sadness. Yeah. But if we if we look more at the moment where we are right yeah. now and what led us to here and what's yeah. how we're moving forward, like every little bit changes us in some way. And I'd say mostly if you look at it that way for the positive, you can find so many positives in all these experiences, especially when it comes to pets and family and uh, and just people in your life. Yes, I'm always like when we talk about this in the course in our accountability groups, it's like, you know, we're, we're always talking about needy things like this. And it's just, you know, people come to me and they want to, oh, this is so hard. And I'm very honest, changing no matter what you're trying to change. It's a hard process. You first got to learn the process that doesn't happen overnight, understand that it's going to take a long time. And diet changes to me, think about six to six months to a year, people, not, you know, it's January 1st and get these arms by March. It's such bullshit. What's on the internet, which, uh, which 
what's on magazines. So we're just always sold this terrible bill of goods. And so think of it as a diet change, six months to a year, and then for the rest of your life, you're practicing it. That's what you do, just like yoga and everything else, just whatever you practice. And so people are like, oh, God, it's so boring, or this sucks, I want it to hurry up. But what else are we doing? Right. I mean, we're supposed to be learning, evolving, growing, not just sitting on our couch every night, watching the same damn TV, Netflix, whatever. Of course, do that, too, and chill out. But we should always be learning things like I don't get it. I'm not saying learn how to build a townhouse. I'm just saying learn, pay attention to yourself. Try to do just do things that are going to provide growth and interest and whatever. Otherwise, life is really long, right? So I tell people when they're coming to change and they want lifestyle, you know, uh, eating and uh, exercising and all that, I'm like, please, first of all, know that it's going to take a minute. You must know that so you can manage your expectations and that you're on a journey right now and you're going to you're going to learn all these new things. You're going to incorporate it. You're going to move forward. Then you're going to fall back and then you're going to move forward. And from each time you fall back, If you're mindful, you're going to learn. And then that's where you grow, which is so friggin' amazing. Uh, You know, I say this a lot, but it's like embrace failure because that means hopefully you're going to learn something and that doesn't happen again. So the only way we learn is if we screw something up. So I don't know. I'm I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm turning 60 this year and I'm just really interested in all the things that I don't know. I love listening to podcasts. I love watching YouTube. This is, you know, why we do what we do. You can put stuff out on the internet to really pe- make people, uh, you know, expand their mind, maybe think about the way they're doing something and changing it up a little bit. And again, doesn't happen overnight, but start percolating on ways in which to make your life better right living your best life that's what we talk about here too besides kidney stones um and so i don't know it just pick a podcast I, just the fact that you're here learning and wanting to grow and change is freaking amazing right that's what we're supposed to be doing and i know you agree with that oh yeah absolutely yeah and it's easy to think um almost think towards the end not the end of the line in a morbid way but yeah. whatever we're doing, like, oh, once I finish this or once I get here or it, like, it's great to have little signposts along the way. Like, oh, I'd really love to have uh, seven days in a row following the kidney stone diet, like just as yeah. a very like on yeah. on topic thing. But like those are great. But it's a lot of times we get caught up in, oh, when I finish this, then I will feel whatever exactly. or I will I will be exactly. satisfied because I made this much money are these things that are somewhat outside of our control and we're also pushing our focus too far ahead we need to make sure we're staying here and being present and i mean experiencing your time with finn it's like yes that is huge that is what makes life uh worth living because we need to we need to be in the now but I guess before we get too far down this, should we dive yeah, into know, this episode? I know. We digress. <laughs> I know. I know. No, but this there's is... good, always people in the comments that say they really start talking about a kidney stone at six minutes and 32 <laughs> seconds. If you want to bu- bypass this bullshit, just go there. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we get our philosophy in first or yeah. uh, what's going on in our life. Then we dive into right. uh, the episode. But yeah, anyway, right. this week we are going with a frequently asked question. So... Mm-hmm. 
Normally, we take listener voicemails. That number is 773-789-8763. And if you have a question, definitely give that number a call. Leave, uh, leave your name, question, and where you're from, and we'll feature you on a future episode. But today, we are specifically answering the question, how do I break up my kidney stone? And longtime oh, yeah. listeners know the answer to this. Yeah, but I, I, you it's know. important to cover. So yes. um, that's why we're going to touch on it today. Yeah, it's important to cover. So yes, how do I break up my kidney stone? So the scenario is this. You wake up in pain. You go. It's always 3 a.m. I don't know why, but it is. Um, you wind up being so sick. You go to the emergency room. And, you know, the doctor says, here's some morphine. Go home and pass it. Because maybe it's small or whatever you did imaging. And so one of the first things people see now is making noise. One of the first thing I'll get him a bone. One of the first things people do is they will Google. How do I break up a kidney stone? How do I break it up? How do I get this damn thing out of me? But they first think, how do I break it up? Especially if it's a bigger one. They're going to want to break it up so they don't have to have the surgery nobody's going to like this answer. And you cannot break up a kidney stone. You cannot break it up. You've got to understand people. <laughs> Those lasers lots of times can't even break them up. They're just that hard. Think about it. If you put, they're like little rocks, put a rock in some kind of solution. It's not going to break up. It's going to sit there. Okay. But if you are a uric acid stone former, that composition of stone can break up if you alkalinize the urine with with potassium citrate or any alkali drug that could do it or supplement because they're basically supplements something like moonstone something like litholite something like you know you could suck on a lemon i wouldn't advise it i mean who really knows how much lemon you'd have to suck on you'd probably lose all your teeth and have tooth enamel so i wouldn't advise that but you could ask the doctor do you know if I make a uric acid stone? Because should I try potassium citrate or something like that? But guys, most stones are a calcium oxalate. Then the next most common one is calcium phosphate. Then you have your uric acid. Sometimes uric acid is a part of those other, well, not with calcium phosphate, but sometimes uric acid stones can be mixed with calcium oxalate stones. But the point is most of you have calcium oxalate stones. Up to 80% of kidney stones are calcium oxalate. You cannot break them up with any pill or potion. You cannot. There will always be people in the comments that say this. Mine broke up. Mine broke up. I drank a beer and it just, poof, dissolved, came all out of me. All different pieces. I, what can I tell you? Those people are going to believe what they believe. Now. I'm here to tell you, and you can search any kind of scientific journal, you cannot break up a kidney stone unless it's uric acid. So you can sit there and you can you can argue, but any doctor is going to tell you that you cannot break them up unless they're uric acid. Now, th this goes the other way too. Uh, how can I pass my stone? Well, Jill, my doctor told me to drink a beer. And I drank a beer and my stone fell right out. Was it the beer? Was it just that time? Or was it just fluids? Because beer is a fluid. So you're drinking a six pack of beer, the stone came out. Yes, the beer, the alcohol can, you know, 
uh, dilate your ureter. So that could happen. How much? I don't know. But I always go back to this. Was it this? I drank a Coca-Cola, Jill. Coca-Cola is the magic thing. My stone just plopped in the toilet bowl. Again, was it Coca-Cola or was it fluid? If you had drank this copious amounts of water, would that same thing have happened? I would say yes. <laughs> but I can't argue against people that don't want to listen to rationale. So whatever you say in the comments, you are you are absolutely allowed to have your opinion. And whatever you did that made your stone come out, I will just always push back and say, was it just not fluid? Okay. So that's just what I know over 24 years of working with, you know, experts in the field. But as far as breaking up a stone, you cannot break up a kidney stone unless it, it is a uric acid stone and uh, alkalinizing your urine, which means making your urine more alkaline will, can, can, it's not definite, but can shrink your uric acid stone. It can, and then maybe you can pass it better. Those are kind of like sandy kind of stones. So yes, that can happen. Um, but no other stone can be broken up. It is absolutely impossible. There I said it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really don't have, I, you know, the, like I said, I get so much negative feed, feedback because people and what they did and then the stone passed. But I'm just always going to say, was it a coincidence? And they're, they're going to say it absolutely wasn't. So, and that's okay. I mean, I welcome it. I'm not new at this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've heard this for decades. So whatever they want to say is fine, but I will always push back and say what I say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, some of the, the, the remedies, some of the things that are promoted tend to be like apple cider vinegar. You mentioned lemons already and Chandra Piedra. Do those have yes. any place in, in this process? No, they don't. They absolutely don't. So we also have videos on them and there's no science that shows and there will be people and look, there's some things people that there isn't science yet, but those stones, calcium oxalate and calcium phosphate stones, you can't break them up. Again, you could put a freaking rock in apple cider vinegar. It ain't going to break up. Okay. So, but these are common myths in the kidney stone world. They're just common myths. People did those things and they will on their dying breath say that made my stone come out when it was just fluid. That's all I'm saying. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but, but I, I embrace everyone's opinion. I don't agree with them and I have mine based upon science, but you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Who knows what they'll figure out, but I can't tell you a, a couple patients a week tell me, yeah, Jill, they did the lithotripsy, that laser couldn't break up the stone. So again, we think friggin' uh, ACV is breaking up a kidney stone when they're going in there with Star Wars stuff and they're not breaking up. I don't know. <laughs> but I welcome the comments because it'll be very uh, colorful, to say mm -hmm. the least. <laughs> I'd, like now you I'm know? just picturing the, the doctor having like Star Wars music playing while they're pew, 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 getting all the lasers in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. yeah, like really that yeah. is that is an intense kind of uh, procedure. To then, yeah, to sure. then sort of hope that taking a pill or drinking something would just sort of do the same thing. It's it's unfortunate but because this, we want the fix. We yes. all want the fix. Like we, you would love for those things to work. 
I would love for those things to work because then I'll find a different career because mm-hmm. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> I could easily do something else. Mm-hmm. And it would always be with diet. It would always be that, right? Because yeah. I love talking about lifestyle. It is what I love. So, but I'm just saying that would be great because look at all, all the kidney stone formers that wouldn't have to. If you want to prevent new kidney stones, try the kidney stone diet. It is not something I've made up. This is all based upon science. Go to Dr. Fred Coe, C-O-E, his website. That's where all the science sits at kidneystone.uchicago.edu. And you can see everything I'm talking about in Jill Ways is really all drenched in science in Dr. Coe's website. And, you know, it's not just his science. It's from physicians all over the world that have done research on kidney stone leading uh, experts, by the way, not just, you know, it's their leading experts that have been published and peer reviewed, blah, blah, blah. So the science all sits there. I just bring it home in a way that everybody can understand because, you know, nobody wants to go through scientific journals all day long, Mm -hmm. but you can't break up stones unless they're uric acid stones. If you want to stop making stones, we can stop up to 80% new stones from happening by doing diet and, and sometimes meds. Also get your 24 hour urine collections done because that's going to tell you exactly what you need to do. And that's very important. You can't just, now, if you just say, I'm not doing that, I'm just going to do the kidney stone diet. You're certainly going to lower your risk of a lot of things because you're eating less sugar, less salt. You're getting your fluids in. You're getting calcium for your bones, doing all those things. That's what I put people on when they come to me just for weight loss and they don't have kidney stones. It's a healthy diet. But if you want to stop making stones, you've got to do the work. There's nothing here that's magical. And I'm going to go off on a little for this. I've been you know, there was this video I just seen lately. And when I was going through all my cancer treatments, I can't tell you how much stuff was sent to my email, even going through cancer. And I have stage four. So you get a lot of stuff in your email, however they find out things. And, you know, you're so afraid you're going to die when you're first given that diagnosis. And I would watch so many people that I was going through that journey, other stage four Uh, rectal cancer patients go through that journey with me and they died. And so each one of them would say, Julie, you're doing so well. Meanwhile, I'm really sick, but I'm still alive. Right. And they are now aware they're dying. They've been given their time. And so they know, and they would say things like, what are you doing? What are you eating? And it would make me feel bad only because why am I still here and they're not? I don't know. It's why I have this horseshoe. I just think I'm super lucky. You know, was I eating like a superfood that kept me alive? No, I just was eating whatever I could at that point because I was so deathly ill. But let me tell you why I'm going off on this. We as people, we as human beings want to believe that there's this one superfood, whatever, this one special pill, this one special juice, this one special potion that's going to cure us when we're deathly ill or prevent cancer or any of these, or we have colitis or Crohn's or bowel disease or diabetes. And if we just suck on this gogi berry where everything's going to disappear. And so it preys on our, on our, uh, it preys on our. Uh, hopelessness, it preys on our anxiety and fear and all the things. And so we take those foods. And many of you did take those foods because you were fighting diabetes and now you have a kidney stone because you overate spinach and almonds and all that stuff. My point is, even though I teach nutrition for a living, there is no such thing 
as one food preventing cancer or any disease. Don't fall for it. When I was going through all my cancer and not knowing that I was going to live or not, I took a lot of supplements because you just do, because you'll do it. You do it. I went through a very prominent naturopath. So it wasn't like I went, you know, the corner store. I went to a very PhD MD person, but still I was taking hundreds of dollars of supplements. I don't friggin' know what they did. Okay. I, I wound up getting off all of them way before my cancer was done because I, it's so much money. And I felt like such shit with chemo and radiation and all these surgeries I went through. I don't think they did much for me. They weren't going to keep me alive. That was my choice. Everybody needs to do their own choice. But what I'm saying, what I experienced as a patient was like, if I just take this, maybe I can see grandbaby. If I take this, mate, you just, you're afraid. And I don't care if you have stage four cancer or you have bowel disease or diabetes or whatever, you're scared once you get something. It doesn't have to be as dramatic as stage four cancer. It's just what I've had, so I bring that up. Whatever you have, fibromyalgia, depression, anxiety, all the things that we get. We just want something to fix it. It's not going to be there sometimes. My diet is not going to make you not get cancer. could never promise that. Sometimes we just get sick anyway. So don't fall for the bullshit that's out there. And especially make sure you're really listening to people that are have credentials don't just listen to people that are saying oxalate's killing the world. That's another thing. All this oxalate toxicity. Is this based upon science, people? Check your sources before you stop eating healthy foods. So you see, I'm going all over the place, but the bottom line is this. There is no magic cure for anything. Nothing. There was nothing I did to keep alive. I'm just friggin' lucky. It just, my time wasn't up yet. Okay. So don't fall for it. It was a very scary time in my life. And I fell for a lot of shit. I wouldn't do it again because I know it's, it's, there's just, we get what we get sometimes in the world and it's just not fair people. But doing this diet will help prevent disease. Is it a guarantee? No, no. There's not one thing we're guaranteed in life, folks. And my diet isn't a guarantee either. But, but research shows that it can lessen your kidney stones, okay? It ain't going to prevent cancer. I still got it. So I'm just saying, there is no quick fix. There is no magic pill. Do your best. That's all we can do. Do your best when you're up to it. On days where you can't do your best, it's okay. Just get right back to work. That's how we roll here. But don't believe the snake oil stuff. It really bothers me. Personally, it bothers me because of the things that, you know, I was told and I believed myself. Don't, don't, don't go there. It's a lot of money. But of course, make your own decision. Talk about everything with the doctor. You must talk to your doctor about all things. See if it's right for you. These are just my opinions. All right, Jeff, I'm off my soapbox. Well, no, I mean, that's a very important and very heartfelt. I, I know everyone appreciates um the insight that you have from your experience, which is different. Mm -hmm. Everyone has their own experience and the people who have yes. gone through stones and everything specifically have their own unique, but unique experience. But I think it's so valuable to hear yours as well, because this isn't just, um, you, you're not only coming here from 
the practitioner, the nurse side. You're yeah. coming here from the patient side, albeit a different vertical, a different type of patient. But just like the the patients you worked with, you didn't know. You didn't know what you didn't know. There's so much you didn't know about cancer and yeah. the treatment and what you could do. So it's yes. yeah, I think it's very valuable to to have that perspective. Yeah. And when I'm talking to people on the phone, you know, some days I'm very grateful for everything I've been through. I never look at it as I never once did go, why me? Or I'm just like, okay, what do I need to do? Like I need, I just need to follow what I need to follow and get on with it. I never felt, and I'm not saying, look at me, I'm a freaking queen Marie. I'm just, I just never felt like why me? Or I just, I didn't, I just didn't. And so after I was lucky enough so far to get through this, um, so far, I mean, you know, my cancer's come back. It, it could very well come back, right? You know, sure. And I'm very aware of that. And that's why I focus on the things that matter the most. And I throw out everything else that doesn't. So I, I, I love my perspective now. And what I'm, what I'm most grateful for, for my cancer, and there are a lot of things I'm grateful for, honestly, um, is that I can bring what I learned to my patients. And I can also not only sympathize with them, I truly empathize when they say, Jill, I'm so afraid to eat. I don't know, you know, I, I feel so overwhelmed. I have to have these surgeries and I don't know. You, you're overwhelmed when you're sick, whether it's cancer or kidney stone, it doesn't matter. It's scary. And nowadays going into a hospital, it's just, you know, going through all of it, the medical expense is so expensive to be sick. You're off work. Oh my God, it's so all encompassing. And uh, some people and myself included, I definitely have PTSD around all the things I've been through as far as, you know, what can I eat? Is that going to cause a bowel problem for me? There's all, I understand my patients. I uh, so much, I just can't even tell you. So again, often my calls are coming from my heart. Uh, of course, from my head and all the education I know about the kidney stone world, but so much of it is about my passion because of what I've gone through too. So, you know, it's like kindred spirits talking to each other. And I know my patients feel that because they tell me it. It's part of who I am. My illness doesn't define me, but it's definitely a big part of me and how I conduct business now. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it, as crazy as that sounds. I've learned so much so much from being sick and one of the best things about and I tell my patients this I'm so uh, the only reason I love kidney stones is because now you're ready to listen to change your diet and it is it is the when we're sick folks you change shit real fast it ain't about looking adorable in a bikini anymore it's about okay now I'm sick and I don't ever want to go through a kidney stone pain again I'm ready Jill I'm ready <laughs> You know, and whether you're get paying for our services here so you can get there faster or paying for nothing, that's why we put all this free information out so you are privy to it, okay? So you don't have to make another kidney stone. Get on the diet, learn what to do, talk to your doctor, get on a good treatment plan, get a 24-hour urine collection. We're putting it all out there for you, people. Do it because being sick is no friggin' joke. And we all know that here. So that's my wrap for today. Yeah, I think that is a perfect spot to close out. So again, kidneystonediet.com where you can find all the resources, the course, the meal plans and everything free and premium. Um, and the phone number if you have a question, 
8763. And we'd love to teach you in the future. Yeah. With that, I think we'll wrap. So awesome. See everyone next week. Bye.